What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Big Lead Big Stream Holiday Podtacular. My name is Stephen Douglas from TheBigLead.com. I am here with my coworker Liam McEwen, also of TheBigLead.com. Today we are here to discuss the 1993, maybe forgotten classic, Son-in-Law, starring Pauly Shore. Liam, how familiar are you with Pauly Shore? extremely unfamiliar i recognize the name i've probably seen him in movies but i uh did not really have a face to the name until i sat down last night to view son-in-law at the recommendation of you steven um it was fun he was he he did Polly shore was great he did uh you know it's hard to make an iconic character in film and I think that for all of that the movie gave me, I definitely will not forget Crawl and his extremely odd persona. Well, I don't know if it was so much an iconic character as, well, Pauly Shore himself is the iconic character of the uh, early to mid-90s um, when he rose to fame and made in consecutive years he made Encino Man, Son-in-Law, Jury Duty. Oh, In the Army Now, Biodome. Um, that was all within like a four or five year span. Uh, he just played Polly Shore in each one of them. Uh, he was the weasel, uh, which you saw in this. Um, it's just Polly Shore is Polly Shore. And I I saw this back in the 90s. Um, I was 
a young teenager when this came or I was I wasn't even a teenager when this came out so I was right in the wheelhouse um and I I thought it held up surprisingly well uh there were obviously with a lot of art from almost 30 years ago now uh there are some things that you can't really do anymore that are inappropriate uh but overall I I enjoyed it again and maybe it was because um there was a lot of stuff that I just remember my friends quoting every now and then when we were in like college and then even after college like Steven Tyler PJs Steven Tyler PJs uh just completely nonsensical but uh very funny um so how much did you enjoy son-in-law um I enjoyed the second half a lot more than I enjoyed the first half the first half was it had some fun moments. I especially enjoyed Ham's character, uh, the little shithead brother. I really that was that was really fun. Uh, the first half was Polly Shore's character was a little overtly sexist for my taste. Okay. Probably that's one of the parts that didn't hold up so well because there is you know there there's there's the the stereotypical you know misogynistic college man. And then there's like the caricature of that man. And then there's Polly Shore as Crawl in Son-in-Law. They took it to another level. Didn't love that so much. But uh, I got into it the second half. I did not. Th I mean, I knew there was a redemption arc of some sort coming for Crawl. I didn't know how much I was going to get into it. I was kind of just invested to see what happened with Becca and everything that went on with her parents. And then the whole uh, engagement storyline. But Crawl grew on me by the end of it. And then the last 30 minutes of the movie, I was pretty locked in after they introduced the pretty wild storyline of the football player who wants to marry Becca using roofies to sabotage <laughs> Crawl and his uh, side piece, which was pretty, pretty out of the blue there. I wouldn't say that, you know, that is a problematic aspect of the film because that's definitely something somebody would do if they were that insane. And it wasn't, you know, they didn't really make light of it all that much or anything. It was just insane. I really just did not. That was a hard left turn in a movie that had been predominantly about farming to that point. The boyfriend in the movie, uh, Travis. Travis in the movie, he started as just a uh, very nice farm boy. Um, and his girlfriend goes to college and so much changed in the uh the three months um that was actually i think maybe my first laugh out loud moment was when he said you've been gone for three months made me realize how much i love you you should marry me and i was like three months <laughs> three freaking months and you're like all right it's time to get married like that was that was some nuts shit even for you know i'm familiar with midwestern culture and things of that nature um you know i'm familiar with you know the whole get married young and you know crank out a family uh you know real quick but that was still you know laughable that was that was funny yes his his turn as he immediately basically gets cucked when uh his girlfriend comes home for thanksgiving is kind of wild uh to to jump to the end the plot with the uh roofies and actually and not even having uh having Tr tracy in on it was a little shocking you would think that uh he would have brought her on it, but instead they decided to also roofie the woman involved um, and let them both think that they had sex, um, both against their will. So they both thought they had uh, kind of been uh, raped 
basically, uh, which gave Tiffany Amber Thiessen um, an opportunity to kind of break out the uh, serious acting chops, which uh, you wouldn't expect in a Pauly Shore movie. And Especially I mean, this since is her character. You thought you had her pegged pretty easily. Yeah. Like she was just kind of the pretty face who was pining after the, you know, high school football player star kind of vibe. Like it seemed pretty straightforward. And then she got roofied and then she did. She broke out the serious acting chops and came in to save the day. Yeah. And she also had a little redemption arc um, towards the end, which was very nice. Uh, I mean, this is this is Tiffany Amber Thiessen right at probably the height of her popularity. This is coming off the very end of Saved by the Bell. So it was great to see her in the movie uh, and Carla Gugino, very young. Uh, yeah, Crawl at the beginning when he shows up, at, when they show up at college and he is uh, 24 years old, somehow an RA. Uh, I don't know if he really would have gotten past the screening process at this. Uh, but I mean, what, this is probably supposed to be like USC or something. So maybe or UCLA, we don't know. We'd have to have uh, Phillips chime in on which exact college he thinks this might be. But he's walking around saying fresh meat and videoing the incoming freshmen without their without their consent. Uh, very, very troubling, but ends up uh, helping uh, Becca in her time of need and kind of becoming a platonic friend for the beginning of the film. They They did a pretty good job of kind of I mean, they could have gotten rid of the entire taping part at the beginning, but they they did a jo good job of turning him into a uh, kind of a, a confidant, a trustworthy friend. And then they go home and that's when the real laughs start, as you mentioned. Um, and this is a Thanksgiving movie. Um, there, there are only a few th real Thanksgiving movies that have ever been made, I think. And this is definitely one of them. Um, it... it Covers a lot of the regular Thanksgiving ground, uh, kids coming home from college. It has the Thanksgiving dinner. It has the comedy with the killing the turkey. And this also has the fish out of water stuff as Polly Shore learns to be a farmer, which uh, leads to some laughs. So, yeah, definitely. I was surprised at how well it stood up. And I'm I'm happy to bring this into my uh, usual Thanksgiving rotation, which uh, is really just couple friends episodes which dan gothier gothier i think who plays travis he was also on friends he played tad um which was uh rachel's ex-boyfriend from uh high school so he and he's been on thanksgiving episodes of friends so a lot of a lot of uh thanksgiving stuff going on I was pleasantly surprised at how Thanksgiving it was. I read the description for the movie after you wanted to do the pod on it, and I you know, knew that it was taking place around Thanksgiving, but I was like, how does the premise of this movie lead into any Thanksgiving themes? And it turns out it did. Polly Shore really brought the, the spirit of Thanksgiving to this South Dakota family, you know, brought a new sense of life, but also made everybody appreciate each other. And it was, like you said, the Thanksgiving movies are few and far between. This checked pretty much every box that you would look for out of a Thanksgiving movie, along with some like silly slapstick laugh stuff going on. Uh, I enjoyed it, you know, from that from that angle. One thing I did find interesting is that 
you know, and correct me if I'm wrong here, I might be wrong, but the whole narrative arc that kind of ties this together is the romance between Crawl and Becca and the growing relationship that they have. Maybe romance isn't the right word for the first like three quarters of the movie, but if by the end they are, you know, right for each other and they're going to get married and he's going to become Zach's brother-in-law and all that good stuff. Did they ever kiss at any point in the movie? No. I don't think they did. Yeah, there were some real, uh, I mean, it was kind of a Hallmark movie-esque setup where the two leads um, don't spend a lot of time actually being romantic and they never really kiss. And their big uh, kind of commitment to each other at the end was them saying that they're not actually engaged, but they're going to think about it and take their time. So, I mean, it's not even assured that they do become a couple, but they they found well, a way to... Not, they actually uh, do say they're engaged, but they said they haven't settled on a date for the wedding yet. Right, but they said they were going to kind of take a step back and take their time, which uh, which made everybody happy, including the father. So the best part of the movie was how they uh, would land the bigger moments with the characters who are not Polly Shore doing their Polly Shore impressions. It was like some the real grand, psycho the, energy, the final line of the movie, with the dad's head going almost like full exorcist, like complete sideways when he gives out the grindage quote. That was unexpected, especially from that guy. That was the he had crazy eyes, man. Crazy eyes. Well, I mean, that's Coach Riley from the Mighty Ducks. Uh this was this was probably his peak too. A lot of people at their peak in this movie. Um, and it's not hard to understand why, because son-in-law is so enjoyable and good. Um, but yeah, just like, was it noshing on some grindage? No, it was something else on some grindage. But the way he and the grandfather had like an even longer line when he's telling uh, Travis to get out. And that's when Crawl reveals that he uh, took karate for two semesters which would have come in handy earlier in the episode earlier in the show when he got punched in the face and then turtled and started to literally cry. Yeah, that was the grandpa was uh maybe my favorite character even if the switch flipped a little quickly from the utter disdain he felt for Crawl to being willing to not only accept him but speak like a California boy, which is perhaps the least likely thing that happens in this entire movie. The least realistic thing is that this like 80-year-old South Dakota farmer so willingly decides to tell the big douchebag of the movie to chill, man. <laughs> oh man. Uh, I do wanna I do wanna touch on one particular thing that really kind of threw me for a loop when it happened because there was nothing to indicate that it happened leading into it and was kind of a big like character reversal was that Theo helped sabotage Crawl and then ends up getting fired like that guy was really built into the movie as like kind of the you know similar to them that he you know he just similar to everybody else he hates Crawl but, you know, he'll, you know, lead him around, make him farm, make him do all the bad things and, you know, razz him a little bit throughout. But like by the end, he appreciates Crawl and they, you know, crawl, he accepts Crawl's hugs and everything. And then suddenly he's a bad guy. Like that was kind of messed up, man. That was that that made me feel bad. I, I thought Theo was kind of like part of the family, you know, and then out of nowhere, it turns out that he held, which it wasn't even necessary 
the football player easily could have carried those bodies to the bar in the way that Theo did. Like, he didn't need Theo's help. And yet, he Theo decided to do it and then got fired and then angry leaves. There's no, like, happy resolution. For a Thanksgiving movie, that was weird. Well, uh, Theo... I mean, he was he kind of had to be a stand in for the uh, all of the townies. Um, I think if this is a, a little bit longer movie, then Travis uh, has a little more time to develop and turn into the villain, which he definitely was not at the beginning of the movie. He was just a I mean, he it's kind of implied that he that he was cheating, uh, cheating with Tracy while while Becca was at college. But I mean, you didn't really get to see much of that. You know, I mean. If he's a big football player, he's uh he's got other football buddies like uh like the the basketball team in Stranger Things, you know. There uh there's a bunch of bad guys there. But there was only eight million dollar budget. They didn't have that much that many lines to go around. So Theo kind of got to be the the extended family and then the bad guy. So I I don't. I'm, I won't say I feel bad for him because he uh, he roofied two people and left them in a barn. Which also want to point out a lot of a uh, lot of romantic moments set in a barn in a uh, son-in-law. Uh, that, that's where that's where Beck and Travis go in the beginning, just laying down in a haystack. As someone who uh, comes from farmers, uh, it's not fun to be on haystacks uh if you're handling hay you want long sleeves you want jeans uh you don't want skirts and uh whatever poly shore wears not comfortable yeah they i mean you know i think that was the most stereotypically farm thing they did because they actually got into the weeds pretty good with everything else they did with the farming stuff you didn't really do like outside of maybe the pig trough scene he didn't really they didn't really have him doing like stereotypical farm stuff that you usually see from Hollywood. But the barn thing, really, that was like peak. That was a peak. You know, this is what we think people out there do. So this is what we're going to do. Yeah, I don't think the way that he was uh, filling the troughs for the pigs would have really been that efficient. <laughs> Just go. And I mean, it's it's great that they found one on a hill. So that they, there must have been a long location scout where they <laughs> were like, all right, so we've got this scene. We need Polly Shore on rollerblades going down a hill with troughs on both sides. Do you have the right farm for this? What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I also have some questions about Polly Shore not eating it riding down a mud road on his roller skates but you know 
in terms of believable parts of the movie that that's up there. Well, and the fact that he brought his uh, roller skates with him. Well, I buy that completely, actually. At least there was some seeds laid there. They went roller skating during the big, like, Rebecca transformation scene, which was another example of, like, this is a low-budget movie, so let's just crush everything together. It was, like, a 10-minute, basically, like, not even a 10-minute segment of the movie where she went from being, like, the shy freshman who doesn't want to hang out with anybody to being the free and wild California girl, apparently in literally one day, which is not the least believable thing in the world because, you know, everybody changes when they go to college, and especially that, like, that three months from when you go to college to when you uh, go back home, like, that is true transformation time. Everybody I know came back a little bit different. My parents don't stop talking about how me and all, both my sisters came back a little different during yeah. that same time. So they did a good job of displaying that, but it was kind of, like, crunched, you know? She went from hating her life to being willing to get a tattoo, which I am now realizing. Well, I clocked it, but then I forgot about it when I was watching it last night. They brushed aside the tattoo thing. Zach blew her cover when they were at the dinner where Travis was going to engage and then everybody was about to freak out and then Travis, you know, proposed again in public in front of a bunch of people, which psychotic. Uh, <laughs> and then they just never mentioned it again, which I think is a problem. Even for a low budget movie, there's no way that these South Dakota parents would just let that fly, even in the face of everything else that's happening. The tattoo was on her ankle. Uh, I think it was visible on the tarmac, which also going back, this is a, definitely a pre 9-11 movie. Um, who knows where the airport is in South Dakota? But I mean, the families are just waiting on the tarmac for uh, for people to get off. I don't think her tattoo was covered up at all. So I don't know how much of a seeker it was. But yeah, especially when they're fighting throughout the movie, when they're having their issues throughout the movie, uh, the tattoo would have been brought up multiple times. Oh, big time. But that's but that's also when you're when you come home engaged to your RA after knowing him for three months, then uh, the tattoo kind of falls by the wayside. Not the biggest issue here. Um, the tattoo can stay. Get rid of the fiance, I guess, uh, is what dad would have probably uh, been focused on. But that also led to the funniest part where they're. Uh, where the father and mother go into the pantry to like, what do we do? And he's like, you hold him down. I'm going to hit him over the head with a shovel, <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious. Oh, and going back to that montage, that's uh, when Flea shows up. Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers shows up as a tattoo artist, which is enough. Yes. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious. Yes. Uh, Flea was a mainstay in early 90s movies as i was too focused on his teardrop tattoos to notice that he was from the red hot jelly peppers i was like this tattoo artist has killed two men oh yeah that that is just clearly flea um and if if it's an early 90s movie particularly one set in california flea is probably going to show up there uh and try and eat lsd off of your sleeve like in uh (laughs) fear and loathing uh, also a brief cameo for Adam Goldberg, who shows up in a uh, full red face, basically as an Indian, uh, and at the costume party, um, and Brendan Fraser reprising his role from Encino man in early in the film, uh, Polly Shore walks into the party and they have a brief moment of recognition where he's like, ah, nah, couldn't be. Uh, that was from the previous year's uh, big Polly Shore movie. 
that's interesting. I am unfamiliar with the whole discourse in this time period, really, because my parents don't, I don't think they like Pauly Shore very much, is the impression I get, <laughs> given I was never exposed to him at any point in my life. Although, I guess, you know, when are you going to show your kids son-in-law? <laughs> I, I don't think parents are supposed to like Pauly Shore. Um, they're pro I'm, I'm sure my parents thought he was incredibly stupid, especially my mother. Uh, but my wife and I went back and watched like th maybe three or four of the five big Polly Shore movies a few years back. And they're, they're mostly enjoyable, mostly just because, you know, it's Polly Shore being Polly Shore and any situation is, uh, amusing and also, uh, some some good nostalgia for anyone who was alive back then so when when you have children um i mean this is a this is a pg-13 movie i think you're gonna want to wait a little while my my oldest is five i'm not gonna show him son-in-law for at least two more thanksgivings <laughs> but when he's seven i'm we're gonna have to get in the mood for the holidays and what better way than Polly shore Except for skipping probably the first, well, no, not the first 30 minutes. Watch 10 minutes, then skip the next, like, 25 minutes, and then go. Well, it's only 90 minutes, so I think we, I think we can tough it out. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, I think I was most surprised by how truly heartwarming it was. Thawed my cold heart at the end there when everybody reconciled and everybody teamed up to take down Travis and it was all it, it made you feel good it made you feel good and uh you know it doesn't make one want a sequel to see what other shenanigans crawl would have gotten up to in South Dakota I doubt he would have stuck with farming because he's never stuck with anything in his life but you know it would have been it would it would have been interesting to see. it was really all of the interactions with crawl and really the dad i think were the best for me like though every time they were on screen together they fucking killed it yeah um like i i saw in the news today in, in the news today i saw that uh jamie lee curtis was open to a uh, freaky friday sequel um which was the the body switch movie she did with uh lindsey lohan probably like 15 20 years ago i'm familiar with freaky friday okay but uh that one that one that one uh transcends any 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 barriers that's a classic so i actually think that a son-in-law sequel would work now uh we are in a perpetual state of rebooting everything uh you know we just had hocus pocus too uh they're talking about freaky friday a christmas story christmas uh is coming out uh this weekend i believe and i can see a sequel where Polly Shore and and Becca, Carla Gugino, bring them back, make them the running, have them running the farm, have the son or daughter go off and bring back. I mean, pretty much just bring back whatever the modern modern equivalent of crawl is. And this is a Disney movie. Disney Plus is always looking for for material. I think that this would work. Um, these are two people that are still working. I, I don't see why we can't have a son-in-law sequel, son-in-law to uh, the Weasel Returns or something. Honestly, I agree. I think it, uh, you know a smart a smart person could definitely make a, you know funny son-in-law sequel. I'm trying to think of what the like opposite of the California transformation would be because if they had a kid come back transformed like they did, then there wouldn't you know what where's the conflict there? But like 
maybe they come back as a total nerd or something. But even Polly Shore is a huge nerd in this. He's a computer hacker because he grew up in Las Vegas. He had a pretty wild backstory in this yeah. movie. <laughs> grew up at Caesar's Palace with nobody his age because his mom was a pit boss. I was like, did I hear that correctly? He did say his mom was a pit boss. Is he lying? Is he joking? And does not see, did not seem to be the case. Turns out he was telling the truth about that. Well, I mean, it's not that far off from his real uh, origin story, which is he grew up in, I think, like the comedy store in L.A. because his mom ran it forever. And so that's how Polly Shore got into entertainment. But yeah, I I mean, at this point, 30 years later, Crawl um, and Becca have definitely changed the farm into a uh, pot farm. I mean, you could probably you basically steal storyline from uh, South Park where the son does not want to be involved in the pot farm and he goes off to college and you know whatever gets into but, crypto there we go yeah. bring in sam whatever that is sbf bring in ftx like let's do it yeah the the farm is in trouble because all the money has gone into uh weed nfts or something <laughs> and i mean you get you get your snoop dog uh cameo and bring flea back and have the have the chili peppers play a farm aid type concert for this uh, the possibilities are endless brilliance right now you know feel free to give us a credit hollywood i guess we one more thing that we we have to mention is uh the completely inappropriate uh scene between the mother connie and uh crawl where he walks up behind her after she's got out of the shower thinking that it's becca and then she doesn't just completely freak out. And then he says that you're giving me a semi, a semi. He said that a lot. He, he used yes. that several times. And it, it did make me uncomfortable. Just, yeah, in, incredible use of a uh, semi throughout the film. Uh, this is, that was definitely another part that was uh, completely unbelievable. But uh was somehow turned into a positive as he gave her a makeover. Uh, maybe don't have her start in a towel, but that also leads to another part where he's where they learn that he is not he is not the totally bad. He is he is helping. He's like a a fairy godmother coming in to enrich all their lives. And yeah, the hacker part with uh with Ham was pretty great. The line I'm gonna have to write look up the actual dialogue where he's like explaining what he did because it was ridiculous and hilarious. Yeah. I think the fairy godmother aspect was one of the more unexpected uh, themes of the film for me, because I basically thought it was going to be like a reformation of crawl, but it really wasn't. It was more like he brought light and joy to the family and then they just kind of got used to him. He didn't, I mean, if you view the fact that he wants to settle down with Rebecca as a character improvement, that that is the only way that his character like actually improved or got better in any meaningful way. And it wasn't really even, I mentioned redemption arc earlier and it was barely that it was just like getting the audience to like him more than they did early on in the film. Yeah. I think that's kind of a theme throughout most of the uh, early nine, early mid nineties, Polly Shore movies uh, where he is the weasel and he comes in these situations where people immediately dislike him because he's he's different he's a little strange and throughout the course of a movie he shows that the way of the weasel is actually uh pretty cool you know i mean he goes to war he he changes um he changes the way a, a jury thinks 
you know, uh, uh, and then obviously you have Biodome with Stephen Baldwin, which is probably the worst of the Pauly Shore movies um, off the top of my head. But I, I think if I think if you uh, enjoyed Son-in-Law, you might be you might like uh, checking out the rest of them at maybe pace yourself. I'm not saying sit down with a girlfriend and uh, do the full Polly Shore marathon because you will both be talking like him by the next day. But uh, I, I I would check out at least a couple more. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm interested. I'll be checking out the uh, the uh, full. I'll be checking out the full film filmography for sure. All right. So I mean, is there anything else that we haven't covered for son-in-law? Well, there was the fact that the dad didn't murder him after he stole the giant corn cutting machine to write his name in the field. Yes, uh, that was <laughs> like use the machine was... and he ruined crops. It was a remarkable one two punch there. Yes, uh, the fact that he started driving it by accident because he wanted to listen to a John Denver tape. Uh, he then without incident drove it through a cornfield uh <laughs> somehow wrote crawl in the cornfield which is a ridiculous sight gag uh and then brought it back and parked it without any issues um that that probably would have led to a bigger bigger uh issue since uh as the father pointed out is a quarter of a million dollar piece of farm machinery uh those are those are not cheap um so yeah you can't have all that money going to crypto. So I think that I think that can wrap up our uh, discussion of son-in-law, um, the full breakdown. Uh, it's time to rate it. Uh, we've been doing the twelve days of Christmas, but you know this is not a Christmas movie. So I'm gonna make this simple. Uh, if you were to make a turkey with your hand, there would be five pieces of the turkey. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so let's just do it out of five um for a thanksgiving movie uh this is definitely uh a fun romp i don't i don't know if this would have worked uh this probably would have worked as a uh, non-thanksgiving movie but just setting it at thanksgiving um makes the whole turn of her going away to college and coming home for the first time it makes that part work um if it's thanksgiving all the old friends from high school are going to be there um, you get to have the big dinner scene. You get to have the turkey part where he plucks the turkey and it goes wild and then he leaves for his bachelor party. Um, so I, I would give this a three and a half out of five, uh, turkey pieces. Uh, I also give it a three and a half out of five hand turkey aspects. I don't think I'm going to be in a hurry to rewatch it any soon, anytime soon, I think that once a year as a Thanksgiving movie is probably about right. As a treat. Uh, but as yeah, exactly. As a treat. Overall, I enjoyed it a lot more than I was probably expecting. It was uh, an interesting first dive into the Polly Shore filmography. And overall, I think you're right. It could have worked as anything in terms of like the setting, but using Thanksgiving as the backdrop gave it another level. Very enjoyable, very early 90s, very Polly Shore. Doesn't need to be a masterpiece to be entertaining. 3.5. So 
I think that wraps up our uh, Thanksgiving coverage, unless uh, unless some some inspiration hits in the next few days. But we will be back next week and the week after and the week after with more Christmas films and maybe even some TV episodes. So for Liam McEwen, I'm Stephen Douglas from BigLead.com. This has been the Big Lead, Big Stream, Holiday Podtacular. Happy Holidays. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.